This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we are not giving up yet on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. No, man, that episode seven was really something, wasn't it? Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Oh, man. Where would they have gone from there, though? No, it... (laughs) They wrapped it up pretty damn well. The sep- uh, episode seven would have just been Obi Wan and Qui Gon bickering for forty five oh, minutes. <laughs> I just, I think back at the Qui Gon moment, and I'm, and truly, I'm so happy he was as snippy as he was because it's like <laughs> you have thirty seconds of screen time since the nineties, basically, and your one line <laughs> is sassy. It's so perfect. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it's just like setting the tone for the rest of their ten years in yeah. the desert together. Yeah, like please give us the adventures of Obi Wan and Go- Force, Force Ghost Qui Gon. Jesus, I can't even talk. Well, yeah, speaking it- of Qui Gon, we're like you said, we're not giving up. We're revisiting our top five list of wants that we wanted in the Kenobi series to see if we got them. And if we didn't get them, are we glad or are we still bitter? <laughs> Cause I'm yeah, bitter about episode... one of them. Oh man. I- I'm bitter. I'm a little bitter. Uh, so Not that what, the show this... wasn't good. No, it was, it was very good. Um, there are a few items I would like to discuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go in? How do you want to approach this? So should we go in order? Well, when we did our previous episode, it was episode 47 was our top five things we wanted to see. And we started with five and went to one. So you want to do yeah. that again with this? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Well, you so started. My... So you yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> My number five was Clone Wars flashback with Obi-Wan and Anakin in their Clone Wars armor. I am bitter over this, okay? Look, we got a flashback. We got flashbacks. But I wanted the armor. I wanted to see Hayden and Ewan in the armor. That's all. Yeah. I mean, we got a flashback, and that was very nice. But we didn't really get much Clone Wars reference at all and like definitely not the clone wars armor like i think i would have died if we saw live action armor from clone wars i would have dropped dead right then and there maybe it's a good thing that we didn't see it because we would not be here to talk about it it's still alive (laughs) i'd still be in the hotel room i recorded last week's episode in 
waiting for someone to come carry me away. Like, Half eaten by wild dogs, I think is what they say in Bridget's <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I just keep thinking of that photo or that art piece that's out there. If you know, you know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the one of like Hayden in the Clone Wars body. Like, not yep. cartoon, but in the armor, the blue mm-hmm. and the maroon and the, you know, the dark. And then Ewan's head on the, like, white armor with the clones and stuff. And, like, they're mid-battle or something or they're striking so off great. into battle. And, God, I just, I had this, like, idea that it would be so cool to see. And it could have... It could have been small. It could have been them standing on a ship together. Just any kind of small reference the audience would have lost their minds over. Like, it didn't have to be much. But, yeah. Do you think it's because Deborah Chow didn't want to step on Filoni's toes? I don't know. I've actually given it some thought because there's really no Clone Wars. There's really not a Clone Wars reference. Like, there are little homages that, like, we can extrapolate as a Clone Wars homage like when we we were talking about the last episode and obi-wan holding the rocks back like they do that in clone wars you don't really see that they did it in in clone wars before ray does it Mm -hmm. you know in last jedi but like there's nothing overt and well we we had um in the jedi like in that that tomb at the Inquisitor's Palace, mm-hmm. the first one they show is uh, the old master. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Sanube. Yeah. Sanube. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So there's Ma- Master Sanube is definitely Clone Wars reference. Yeah, because he was nowhere else. And we also got um, Quinlan, who's... Is he not Clone Wars specific? He was part of Legends, but... He's canonically, I think, only really showed up in the Clone Wars. Maybe there's a comic book with him now. I think there is. But, like, previously he was a Legends character until Clone Wars. So, yeah, I guess I would count that as a Clone Wars reference. But nothing too visual. No, nothing visual, really. And certainly nothing Clone Wars related as far as armor. (laughs) All I wanted was the armor, damn it. <laughs> I just want to see these two men dressed in this armor. I think a lot of people would kill to see that. It's just, um, I get it because Ewan and Hayden's Star Wars experience is prequels. It's not Clone it's true. Wars at all. Yeah. So if they're just kind of expanding that story they had already been participating in, I get it. But there was a lot of material and i mean that's my number one is clone Mm -hmm. wars flashbacks also Mm -hmm. so i guess we might as well just get it out of the way now yeah we'll just talk about that yeah (laughs) i mean we had no reference to any of the really important stuff from obi-wan's storylines like there's Mm -hmm. no reference to maul there's no reference to satine not overtly anyway there is like cinematography symbolism but that's not the same thing and you can read into that maybe more than what they were trying to to actually say i don't know i was sad like somebody even said it would have been great to see hondo how fucking cool would that oh, shit. have been no oh, I, my god i think it would have been a great idea because yeah. he's heavily in the disney parks he's yeah. heavily involved and now he's kind of everywhere he's in rebels mm-hmm. you know he's he's in, he's a fixture 
he's become a fixture. Well, and the fact that there was no reference whatsoever to Ahsoka. No, I know. Which is crazy to me. That like, even in that, like, okay, I get it. I know some people are like, Ahsoka's in fucking everything. Could we have one thing without Ahsoka? Because we know it's Filoni's favorite. Ahsoka is Filoni's baby. He like raised her and (laughs) she is now a grown up Jedi. Yes, I totally get it. But like, she was Anakin's Padawan. She was a very important part of both Obi-Wan and Anakin's lives. No reference to her whatsoever. Not even when they talked to each other and there was the confrontation. You would have thought that Obi-Wan would have been like, what would Ahsoka think? You exactly. Know, of what Just one become. line. Yeah. So it's uh, that alone to me is like a, a little sad and like a little bit, it was a little bit blatant almost to the fact of, me taking it as like this isn't Clone Wars, so don't come here looking for that. Yeah, which is fine. It's fine, but it's just a little sad for those of us who are huge like Clone Wars fans. We were kind of hoping for that one little live action reference because we would all love that. But I, I do feel like we were somewhat misled, only based off of I believe that the Star Wars main account said certain Clone Wars episodes you need to see before you watch the Kenobi series. That's true. And they mentioned the Satine episodes. You're right. They did. And that made a lot of people think like, oh my God, we're going to get some kind of reference to Satine in this. Like it's going to happen. They're going to acknowledge it, whatever. And then it never happened. And that was kind of in the back of my head while watching the show. Like, I wonder why they said those specific episodes. You're right. Because they they were listed as important background for everyone's history. And it's like, after watching that, like, I was watching the show with somebody who has not watched Clone Wars. They weren't Mm -hmm. lost. No. You know, it's like, they didn't need to see those episodes in order Mm -hmm. to understand what was going on. And honestly, you don't need to see the prequels either to understand what's going on. People who have seen the original trilogy only, who know who Obi-Wan is at the beginning of A New Hope, they don't need to see what happened in... Revenge of the Sith, I think, to really appreciate and understand this story. It's pretty much implied. Yeah, you'll miss stuff, I'm sure, like little Easter eggs or little references, Mm -hmm. but it's not like you won't enjoy it or you won't understand what's happening. So, yeah, I don't know. You're right. They definitely kind of misled people, I would say. Maybe not on purpose. Maybe they they were just trying to, like, getting people hyped, but still. like Yeah. Yeah, I think it got the Obatine community very hyped. With a very big <laughs> letdown. On to our next one. <laughs> My number four was Cassian Andor. Yeah. Which is a huge, huge surprise to me that we did not get a Cassian in the Underground Railroad moments. I think it would have been a perfect, unless they have different plans for his show. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fair enough. But I think if they were to introduce Cassian, he could have been... Rasha, Rajas, is that his name? I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, the the charlatan Jedi? The big Jedi. Haja. Yeah, what's his name? Haja? Paja? I watched it. Jesus, Lord. I watched it with subtitles. I thought it said Haja, but now I'm second guessing myself. I get the humor and like the irony of it all, but like they could have just had Cassian. Yeah. Or just had him in the Underground Railroad group. There, when they got to the cave. Yeah, I mean, he could have, instead of having Roken, it would have made more sense if Cassian. Or 
have Roken team up with Cassian. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like Andor's there at Jabim and says, like, yeah, Roken, I've got a job for you or something. And, like, dot, yeah. dot, 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 you know? Right. Unless they're going to have Reva join the Cassian show because she's no longer an Inquisitor and maybe she's going to join the Rebellion, so she'll be the tie-in. But either way, as we've discussed in the past, it's a marketing opportunity missed. Tie the shows together, which they're doing with every other show, but they're making it seem like Obi-Wan is just going to stand alone, which maybe it will. Uh, And like, I'm not opposed to that, but... It would have been a either. great way to tie the stories together because the Cassian show is coming out soon and it would have been I know, a I'm way excited. to make people who are like maybe just into the prequels and don't really care about the new shows, it would have tied them, given them a reason to watch mm-hmm. the Andor show that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't need a reason. I'm so excited for that show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm excited to get something totally different. From what we've seen so far. Yeah. They showed a preview of it at Celebration, and it looks so good. I'm, I'm excited. It looks great. I really am. I think it comes like out it, in August, so it's soon. We won't have to wait August, much longer. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was sad. Missed opportunity. Yep. So my number four was I wanted to see... Um, oh, we skipped my number five. <laughs> Because I, I did my number one. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you know what? Okay, we'll just go do your number five and your number four. How's that? <laughs> we'll get a two for one here. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's I, I was oblivious. I was, I'm so, you did do your number one, though. I'm tired. We're, we're of space that. twins. <laughs> Sorry, I need a nap. Um, okay, so my number five, then, would be... Uh, I wanted to see moments where Obi-Wan had to hide that he was a Jedi, which we definitely did see. We definitely did. Um, we saw his struggle coming out of it, too. Yeah. To, like, which go really back liked. into Jedi form was very difficult and took basically four to mm-hmm. five episodes. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> it was gradual, and it was all because of Leia yeah. and Luke. Which yeah. I think is beautiful. Yeah, I don't think he would ever gotten back to it without either of them. Mm-mm. And um, definitely not out of the rock pile. No, yeah, he was getting crushed pretty good there until <laughs> until he he saw the vision of Luke and Leia. Um, I mean, that first time we see him at the meat packing. Mm-hmm. Yep, you you see him want to defend that guy. He's getting who is not getting paid his full amount, but he swallows his comment and just averts his eyes and goes about his business. So that was really cool to see. We did not see, I was kind of wondering if we would ever see him like sneak use the force, you know, to like protect someone he was seeing who wasn't treated fairly. And that was not the case. He was basically totally shut off from the force. And I don't have a problem with that. I thought it was really cool. As we've discussed, though, we kind of like wished he came back to his power through a more spiritual path of yeah. like rediscovering as opposed to it being just like a muscle memory thing, literally a muscle memory thing of him like playing with a thing, like dragging it across a tabletop. That was kind of like, yeah, oh, I guess it's just a physical thing. Like, no, the sport, yeah. the force is spiritual. It is. So. It's your connection to all living things. I mean, how can it not be? Yeah. Right? Yes. So it would have been more interesting, I think, to see 
to see that because we don't see it when he's a youngling. You never see how he grows into the Force. It'd be cool to see his reconnection with it as an adult who has been a Jedi Master. You know, I don't know, whatever. This is nitpicking. Yeah. I mean, I liked what we got. I'm not complaining. Oh, what we got was fantastic. Yeah, but it's just now that we've seen it, now that we know, yeah. going back over these things are very interesting because we now see where they could have fit in very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so... Like Monday morning, morning quarterbacking or backseat driving or like, you know, all those, all those <laughs> yeah. catchphrases of like, how yeah. easy for us to judge now, you know, which is not what we're trying to do. It's just, no, not at all. We got basically everything we wanted. Basically. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Like your number four, you got. Sort of. Not really. I mean, I, I wanted to see Obi-Wan like light up Qui-Gon or Anakin's lightsaber and we saw him pick up Anakin's lightsaber. Did he light it? No, he threw... No, what did he do with it? I don't know because he took his own lightsaber out of the box. He did? I think we see it at the end, which I maybe I'm mixing this up with like a fan film or some art. Oh yeah, because but... Jamie Costa's video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What um, does he do with it? No. He definitely he digs up his own. He didn't show that he had Qui-Gon's lightsaber. I was looking for that in the last sequence because when he shows up at the Lars farm and he's got like the orange goggles on and the like robe. Yeah, yeah. That's a direct 100% reference to a comic book. A comic. Yes. It's also a direct 100% uh comparison to my friends dan and greg who both wore those exact same goggles on the star cruiser just saying i said oh my god it's greg's goggles and they are canon after all like (laughs) i like had this moment i know they're listening but like i had this moment was like oh my god (laughs) dan and greg's goggles the goggles are canon (laughs) they are canon officially everyone can relax dan greg you can relax Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. But I, there was definitely only his own lightsaber on his hip, though. So yeah, he doesn't have. Yeah, he's carrying them. You know, he has them. He's carrying them. He's got to have them somewhere. We know definitely. he's got. He keeps these things. He's got Anakin's. Did you happen to see the meme after episode? <laughs> what is the episode where they show all of the lightsabers at the Jabim camp oh, in yeah. the cave? And. <laughs> Off in the distance, someone like photoshopped in <laughs> fucking uh, Grievous, like, oh, yes, all the lightsabers. <laughs> like, because <laughs> they were just laying there for the taking. <laughs> oh my God, I did not see that. That's so funny. Uh, I'll send it to you. It's good. Thank you. Man, I miss Grievous. I wish he could have been in this. Grievous, show. <laughs> man. We love you, Grievous. Grievous forever. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to see him like it it's it ties back into the spiritual thing. I wanted to see him like using the lightsabers to like re-step into his power, like practicing katas or some fucking thing, but but instead we got like Obi-Wan looking scared shitless <laughs> nine times out of ten. Not really wanting to use his lightsaber, which is fine. Like I said, just because it's not what I wanted isn't doesn't mean that it wasn't great still. I still Precisely. like it. So it's okay. I, I'm yeah. all right. For some reason, I was thinking he, he lit up Anakin's lightsaber, but he didn't. I don't think... Yeah, he buried them. He buried yeah. them in sand. <laughs> <laughs> I 
all those Skywalker lightsabers just buried in sand. And I don't really know if any of them are that big of a fan of sand. <laughs> no. No, I don't believe they are. <laughs> even Leia, because, like, I can't even see Carrie Fisher enjoying sand whatsoever. Like, at all. No. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that Leia didn't like sand. Look where she came from. Alderaan was beautiful. Ugh. And was that not, like, one of my honorable mentions? Oh, seriously, yeah. Was Alderaan. So I... we got to see some fucking Alderaan. I didn't know we were going to get everything that we got. But I'm glad. Yeah. Well, you got your number three, like, a million times I got my number three. (laughs) I got my number three. I got my number three. My number three? Vader being ruthless. Those are my exact words. I would say we got that many times over. Yep. I'm fine. The end. (laughs) (laughs) No change necessary. No. What moment do I choose from? The neck snapping, the dragging through the street, the glass that's on fire, the 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 putting your hand on the on the dirt and like splitting the earth in half like yeah. ah man pick your poison I love it <laughs> yeeting a ship out of the sky I think is how you phrased oh! it <laughs> how could I forget yeeting a ship out of the sky jeez oh oh and lest we forget the absolute manhandling of Riva oh yeah without even whipping out a without even whipping out a lightsaber I'll never get over that I'm never gonna get over that just done with his own brain basically <laughs> that's it crazy holy shit yeah that's ruthless well and I'm here for it you're welcome so that's my number three <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> thank you forever <laughs> I got my number three too I got nightmares you did and I thought of it because we got it pretty early in the show. We did, like right off the bat. And I said, she can check that one off. <laughs> yeah, I would have been okay if they like just kept happening. <laughs> but he doesn't sleep anymore. So I guess that's nope. why he's got no, no. nightmares. As- but he got his nap. It was uh, restless. Yeah. Disturbed. Sweaty. <laughs> Did I add that part? <laughs> he might have been sweaty. I think he was. He was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And on Tatooine. I mean, the very fact that we saw him sleeping at all was like a big deal. And then to have it amazing, be like haunted dreams was excellent. And I am here for it. Thank you very much. Yes, that was a good one. Uh, my number two kind of ties into it. Mm. I said crying. Especially at the end. At the end. Oh. When he apologized to Anakin. That's sad. It's so sad. It's terribly sad. Oh, God, I can't even, like, just thinking about it makes my heart hurt. Ewan is so good at that, where he kind of looks, like, like a, like away from the camera mm-hmm. when he says it. Like, he can't bear to look at what's in front of him. That is so painful. Like, I know. It hurts me to even phrase it like that, because know, there's a human ooh. under that suit, and but it's you can't and it's it's horrific when it's like he knows that that was was his best friend but it's also heartbreaking because it is no longer his Not best even friend close. yeah yeah it's like oh god it's so it was so good and his performance was so excellent and like i said in our episode it still is haunting me like every time i think of it it just i have yep. to like stop and just go right back to that moment of the first time I watched it because it was just 
you've never seen characters doing that. I mean, I guess the closest you get is something sometimes like is like Luke is the most emotional, I would say. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like to have Obi-Wan have a moment like that is um almost unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the juxtaposition, he is at his most powerful just moments before that. And then he's at his most vulnerable. Yeah. And it really, I mean, he is too, those are two extremes of the same human that mm-hmm. he has the capacity to be as powerful with the force and just a badass, right? No cinnamon bun here. And then he turns around and, and there's just a. Just, just he's crying and he's sad and he's sorry and he's and he's and he's lost his best friend and he knows it now like he really knows it and yeah. that kind of heartbreak is so palpable and Ewan de- Ewan's delivery is I I could not ask for anything more from an actor yeah he, he did it so well he everyone I talked to who watched that scene teared up literally all my friends yeah not just you but like people online. My best friend down in Florida, Derek. Hey, Derek. Like, all, all of everybody I know teared up. Yeah. Men, women, doesn't matter. No, yeah. They felt it in that moment. That is hugely impactful. It was a... If that's the crying that I was hoping for, I don't know that I could have envisioned it being that good. No, and, like, it would have been... So, like, it makes me glad, then, that we didn't get a moment where he breaks earlier because, again, in the sense that, like, he's never told anyone he loved them except Anakin. Yeah. He doesn't break in front of anybody except Anakin. And, like... It's so true. It would have detracted from that moment if it had already happened. And so I can accept that, like, he didn't break down in front of Tala or talking to Leia or anything, even though that would have been, like, you know really great appropriate yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. appropriate totally but he holds it together just like fucking always until he's right there in front of the person who probably knows him best and is using Mm -hmm. that against him like how many other evil people have in star wars manipulated obi-wan by knowing him too well it's just like totally fucking just totally devastating but really good oh so good I was thinking about this after the fact. Is Obi-Wan's apology an admission of, you know, just the past and what happened towards Anakin? Was that the first time Anakin had heard anything closely related to love or affection since he had that suit put on him? I'm sure that was the first any kind of affection he would have had. Because as a Sith, he's not supposed to have that like he's supposed to be fueled by passion and anger yeah yeah and if he had felt any kind of love which the emperor says in the show like you are distracted you know yeah palpatine was right on it mm-hmm. those two are connected by a, a leash and a collar yeah forever which is so sad i also don't take obi-wan's apology as like canonical proof that he's responsible i think it's the total opposite that it shows that he feels guilty but anakin says this isn't your fault this was my choice and so like yeah i've had quite a few people message me saying like haters who always blame obi-wan now it's canon it's not obi-wan's fault it was anakin's choice and it always has been and even george lucas says that that and even though he is 
he's done bad things inside. Anakin is not a bad man. And so it's like, that's why his redemption is possible. So like blaming Obi-Wan is completely wrong and off off course, basically, as stated by George Lucas himself. And now yeah. Disney's canon version. So it's, can we just lay that to rest? <laughs> yeah, please. Because I, I couldn't agree more. Again, it's, um, I think Obi-Wan's apology in that moment was half to himself and half to Anakin. Like, it's the same way as someone who, you know, fought for something and it didn't turn out the way they wanted. And you say, I'm sorry that happened. You know, it it may not have been all his fault or his fault at all, but he's still sorry it happened. Like, that they lost, that the Jedi, you know, he's he's sorry that things turned out the way they did on the whole. Mm -hmm. And Anakin was a big part of that. Like... Yeah. It was a cleansing moment and I'm glad we got that kind of vulnerability because I would not have guessed I would there's no way when I made this list I would have thought we were going to get that moment. There's no way. No, I didn't either. None. Not at all. No. It was great I'm though. So glad we did. Yeah. So my number 2 was Qui-Gon which was How you feel about that? <laughs> Cuz you said in the last episode you're like, "Come on." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really felt like slapdash. <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit, but it was. But he was sassy. He was sassy, but he it was just missing it the umbrella. Should have been spiritual. Why the fuck was it sassy? It did, honestly, I'm very, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I know. I like. Know. I'm glad it was there because we asked for it. But honestly, like, he's been reaching out to him in a spiritual sense the entire time, and instead we get like a comedy moment at the end. It was just like, okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I do. Well, first of all, I'm still confused at whether or not he's supposed to be just a voice or a physical ghost entity because I was always under the impression that Qui-Gon never became a Force ghost entity. He says so himself in the Clone Wars. He was in the process yeah. of learning from the Wills when he died before he had finished his study. Correct. So, um I forget who said this to me. Maybe it was Kenobi Wolf said it. Like it implies that you can continue to learn after death Mm -hmm. okay great how the fuck did anakin know how to become a force ghost then he didn't study a goddamn thing (laughs) so like of the will we need some clarification we need more on this like there has to be someone has to feloni (laughs) he was the one who was starting the explanation i know that so season six and then they got canceled so like yes That, I think, is the most inconsistent part of Star Wars, is addressing force ghosts and corporeal preservation as opposed to, like, just your mental preservation or spiritual preservation. I don't know what... It's all over the place. Everybody has a different experience. (laughs) Like, and Leia was a force ghost. Yes. So, yeah. You know what? We should talk about this soon. Like as an episode? But maybe yeah. we should talk about the wills and Force Ghosts in the next episode. That'd be interesting. We always said we wanted to. Yeah. I would love that. Let's do it. Well, your number one was also, well, my number two, but we've already talked about my number one. Your number one. My number one was Qui-Gon. And so I'm glad we got him. I'm glad we got him right at the end. 
better than never, better than nothing, <laughs> right? Right? Better late than never, yeah. I I am disappointed it wasn't more of a spiritual talk. Because I feel like we never got that anyway. And so, again, I still am disappointed that we never got the... After Obi-Wan was drugged through the glass that was on fire. First time seeing Vader slash Anakin since the incident. And we never got like a post, I need to deal with this emotionally moment. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest miss for me in this whole entire show. Yeah. And I think it would have been a much more appropriate use of Qui-Gon in that moment or leading up to that moment, perhaps. I would have accepted that a lot better. Um, yeah. I do like that they kind of ride off into the sunset together because maybe those talks will take place, but we're not seeing them. So now, again, we're back to envisioning them in our mind, having head cannons, etc. Yeah. And I do think that it's an important part of Obi-Wan's progression that was not used. It wouldn't have taken away from the story. It wouldn't have taken away from the focus of him and Anakin. It wouldn't have taken away from him and Leia. It would have wrapped together you know i'm glad we got him in the end but at the same time i just envisioned a much different interaction than what we got and i didn't like that obi-wan just like oh hey qui-gon i mean it seemed like he was begging for him to talk to him yeah in the moments where he was like okay master like this that and the other thing and whatever and i know Many other people have different opinions of the, how that scene is interpreted, but that's how I interpreted it. Yeah. I w- I'm open to other interpretations, but my f- initial thing was like, why isn't Obi-Wan more surprised? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he's been trying really hard and then all of a sudden he shows up out of nowhere, standing in the middle yeah. of the desert in some random valley. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, truly, I, I wish they would have shown him like how I would have done it, right? It's like he's sitting quiet meditating finely centered balance and then you just hear qui-gon's voice say yes hello padawan or something like that and then he opens his eyes and that's the end of the series that would have been so much more like that's beautiful because then it's like there's more story to tell because they clearly weren't going to use qui-gon to the very last second anyway so why do this stupid like howdy partner let's walk off into the distance together it's just like the fuck was that I don't know. I don't know. Plus, like, I'm sorry, the prosthetic beard was just sticking out on the side. Well, I wasn't going to mention it, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A lot of hair mistakes in this series. <laughs> it was like, like you said, maybe it was just an homage to the prequels. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Oh, but God. That's me giving them the benefit of the doubt. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Oof. glad he was there. I'm glad it, it happened. Could it have been... It's just not how I thought. Yeah, I I think that's the biggest miss, I'll say, for the show. Like, there were a lot of hits that were fantastic. The biggest mm-hmm. miss was the potential for spirituality, like character growth. They were doing it. The first three episodes were all that, and then they just stopped and never came back to it. And, it's true. Like, people were fucking eating that shit up 
They really were. So, they like, really were. Please pay attention, Disney. Like, your character studies are just as important as, like, your lightsaber duels, you know? And if you look at the lightsaber duels of the original trilogy, they are used as a spiritual moment, always. It's true. They're not... Yeah, you are right. They're not action moments. They're intercut mm-hmm. with action, like Lando and all of them trying to take out the Death Star while Luke is having this crazy spiritual experience while fighting his father. You know, like... Yeah. It's action. a vehicle for growth. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It shouldn't be just there for entertainment. It should be there to progress the character's story. Mm-hmm. And we thought that was what was going to happen with that first interaction between Obi-Wan and Vader, and it... It led mm-hmm. to nothing. It was a complete, just drop the ball. Just dropped it and then kicked it out of the arena. Totally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, we were still entertained. We still liked the rest of the show. It was oh, yeah. so great. I loved, loved the finale, especially at least the confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader. So fucking good. So like, yeah, I did, I'm not hating the show, but like, it was just a really good example of how like, the character-driven stuff is really the stuff that drives the full story. The action isn't yeah. enough to drive the whole thing. And people Correct. will eventually get bored and lose interest if that's all that's happening because it's not rewarding to see that constantly. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> that's mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're space twins. <laughs> Oh. I'm doing a lot of head nodding. No one can see it except you. <laughs> no, we're both just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 mm. head bobbing along here. <laughs> That's our top five, what we got and what we didn't get, and a lot of diatribes about both. But overall, <laughs> do not get it twisted. I loved the show and I'm very satisfied. Yeah, me too. And as we said in the last one, if they don't do a second season, I- I'm okay with that. It would be I'm okay interesting. With it too. I would love to see what they come up with, but this was very good as a single entity and I'm more than satisfied. So, yeah. And to be satisfied by Obi Wan Kenobi is everyone's dream. <laughs> hey. <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> No argument here. (laughs) End of episode. End of episode. (laughs) It's pretty obvious what we're going to ask you this week. Since we talked about the moments that we were hoping to see in Kenobi, some we got, some we didn't, what's a moment that you were hoping to see in the Kenobi series that you did not see, you did not get? We would love to know. Next week, we've inspired ourselves <laughs> with this conversation. I think we, we've we decided we're going to dive into the wills and talk yes. about force ghosts and Qui-Gon's force voice. Beard. Oh. <laughs> or beard. Sorry. Yeah, force beard. <laughs> the force is not go with the beard. Um, nope. And just kind of dive into it and kind of talk about what we see in canon and we'll do a little bit of research and just... Have a fun discussion about it because we both want to explore that a little bit more. Yeah, let's uh, let's get deep and spiritual. I think it'll be fun. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do so now on Patreon. And as always, follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. 
If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Thank you.